Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Raj Subramayer, the author of Skyrocket Your Career. And if you want to learn how to skyrocket your network, you should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast with my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Network. Today, I'm sitting down with Raj Supermeyer. Raj is an international keynote speaker, writer, and tech career coach who helps people step into the leadership role of their dreams through his services and speeches. He is helping countless people to discover their zone of genius and leverage it to live the life that they love. In his spare time, he loves traveling with his family and discovering new experiences, which includes craft beer, my kind of guy, we're going to get into this conversation with Raj in just a second, but really quickly, if you are a content creator out there listening to this and you want to know how I've been able to book a lot of these top-level people on my show, you should go check out this new software platform that we built. It's called Guestio. Um, you head over to guestio.com, start a free account, and you can actually find and book top-level guests for your own content. There's an entire free marketplace on there. There's an entire paid marketplace. So if you want to go get some high-level people and without uh, having to wait in line for months and months and uh, go through layers and layers of gatekeepers, then head over to guestio.com and, and set up your free account today. Raj, what's up, my man? Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thanks for having me. Really exciting to be here. Yes, sir. Of course. So I want to just, before we talk about the book and some of the other amazing things you're up to, I want to build a little bit of context here for those listening. 
So take me back, bro. I want to go back all the way. Let's say 10, 11 years old. What was Raj Supermeyer up to at 10 or 11? You know, where, where'd you grow up? And talk to me a little about your family life. So I grew up in the southern part of India in a place called Chennai. It's one of the five big cities in India, which pretty much runs the economy as well. And I was the, I am the younger of the two kids. And since a young age, I had this inferiority complex that I wasn't good enough because my dad was super smart. My brother was a genius. And there I was, the average Joe who didn't do well in academics. Mm. So growing up, that's what my background was because I constantly try to put pressure on myself to emulate other overachievers around me. Mm. And what that ended up doing to me was I got disappointed every single time because I couldn't live up to people's expectations. Yeah. And apart from that, I also had these experiences where I used to ask questions about things I don't understand. And where I come from, you don't ask questions. You follow the status quo and mm-hmm. as it is. And if you ask questions despite that, you get reprimanded for it. So all these experiences uh, made me have anxiety, depression. I had fear of rejection. And in fact, uh, funny thing is, like even talking to a girl would feel as if I'm going to get a nervous breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. still remember during my eighth grade, there was this really pretty girl I had a crush on. And it took me three weeks just to say hi to her because every time I went near her, I used to start sweating. I used to start stuttering. And that's the Raj during my uh, senior or 11th grade, those kind of, uh, that kind of era, right? Yeah. And since all these experiences happened to me, I had low self, I had high self-doubt, low self-esteem, and I was going through severe body image issues as well because I grew up as a fat kid throughout my life and it was ridiculed for my weight. And then it happened. During the second year of my undergrad, I had this trigger event where I started feeling pain in my chest and I was starting to gasp for breath and didn't know what was happening. So I go into my study room and try to sit down. My hands are shaking, my body's trembling, and then I'm starting to tear up and I can feel the tears trickling down my cheeks because all these 20 years of living a life for other people, living in false identity, living in the fear of being ignored constantly, and being anxious and stressed, all these feelings had boiled up inside me, and it just exploded. So the Pandora box of feelings came out that day during my second year of my undergrad, and that's when I realized that I've all the while been making other people's opinion be my reality. Mm. And I was trying to please others while I was disappointing myself. And that's when I decided I, I matter, I'm enough, I'm going to carve my own identity and I'm going to strive for greatness. And that's when I declared power over my, over my life. And since then, in the past 15 years, I've learned so many different strategies from a personal standpoint and a from, from a career standpoint, which has transformed my life from a shy, introverted kid earning a minimum salary into an international keynote speaker, author, and tech career coach running a six-figure business. So that's pretty much my overall high-level story of transformation from nobody to now somebody. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And I love the story because I think that there's just so many people that can relate exactly to the things that you're saying. 
maybe there are different specifics for them, but the overarching, you know, fear is the same, which is the fear of other people's opinions. Do you think that it is necessary to have one of those back against the wall, can't breathe moments in order to be able to train yourself to get over that fear? Or do you think that that's something that people can do without experiencing something traumatic like that? So I definitely think that you have to face some adversities to figure out opportunities and have a positive transformation. It's just like this, like training a baby. If you ask the baby, if you tell the baby, hey, don't touch the fire, don't touch the fire, then the baby is going to touch the fire. But after that, it knows never again do that and it learns from that experience. I know that's a very simple, raw example, but the same thing applies to our lives as well. When people say save money, when people say making an impact is more than fa- is better than having fame, when people say take care of your mental health and physical health, everyone knows those are universal factors, universal truths, but people do not pay attention to it unless something drastic happens. And after something drastic happens, then the transformation happens. So I firmly believe that unless you face at least some adversities in life, you don't get the real context. You don't get the real drive. You don't get the real motivation to do things in life, right? Hmm. Just a simple example, just to give you some context is, let's just talk about your mental and physical health. So in mid-2018, by the time it was mid-2018, I already had all the fame, money. I had a lot of credibility. I was a keynote speaker. Everyone were following me and life was good. But then June of 2018, I get up past midnight to go to the bathroom. And within a couple of minutes, I start blacking out. And then I hit my head against the bathtub and I'm unconscious for two minutes, right? And my wife notices this after 25 minutes and comes to the bathroom and sees me butt naked on the floor. And I was unconscious there. And she started screaming and put water. And she started putting water on my face. And luckily, I regained consciousness, but I couldn't even move. I told her, honey, I'm not able to move. So she literally dragged my butt naked body outside the ba- out of the bathroom and made me uh, lie uh, back, back first on the wall. And to cut a long story short, I had to call an ambulance, go to the ER, and then I'd suffered severe burnout depression, and uh, dehydration. Why am I sharing this story? Because after that incident happened, since then, I totally changed my life from a place of uh, trying to do everything and thinking everything is important and doing things for fame and money to a place where I'm doing things to help other people, which gives me more joy. And I only pick three or four things to work on instead of everything. So that is a perfect example there. Yeah, perfect. It's a, to talk a little bit about that adversity. Can you maybe, you know, do things in your life that are there to try to manufacture a level of adversity to help you build the habits of pushing through without actually having to hit like a life crisis type of, you know, adversity? Does that make sense? I don't know if that question made sense. I think it did. Yeah. You don't have to always face adversities to actually make a change, right? That's what uh, you're kind of alluding to. And how can you face some of them at at least slightly minimum level? Yeah, right. A radical level to make the transformation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's where I think learning, seeking mentors and coaches are really helpful. Hmm. Because say, for example, a life coach or 
a tech career coach like me or a transformational coach or whoever has walked that path before, they can give you the golden nuggets of what type of adversities you're going to face and how you can actually overcome it or at least face it with full confidence, right? Mm -hmm. So I think instead of waiting for some adversities to happen, you can be proactive by constantly investing in yourself and then seek mentors who have already gone through the similar kind of experiences and talk to them and then learn from them. And that way, you can try to avoid some of the pitfalls and uh, still be able to do things at a really high level. Love that answer, man. This is a Build Your Network podcast. We talk a lot about relationships. We talk a lot about reaching up to people who are on a level above you and learning from them to kind of help do exactly what you were just saying. What's some advice that you have to somebody out there who wants to start doing more of this, but they don't know exactly how to reach those people? What, what would you tell them? So first thing is what your show stands for, which is growing your network. It is so, so important. Not everyone started with knowing Bill Gates. Not everyone started with knowing all the famous people. They started from the basic level by connecting with people. And then once you connect with different people, you start finding more opportunities. Once you start finding more opportunities, then you can start identifying people who you want to hang out with, who you want to learn from. So I believe the first thing is you need to grow your network. And the way to do that is attend conferences, attend meetup groups, because there are going to be a lot of people there who you're going to meet, yeah. and now probably virtually, and uh, you still can connect with them. Ask them, hey, what makes you tick? How do you run a six-figure business? Who has been helping you? So having those kind of conversations helps to get some context and find those influential people. That is one thing. Second thing is follow their work. Like, for example, Travis, you have a podcast and you have a lot of influential people and you have good content. Similarly, you have other podcasts and you also have other YouTube channels and social. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent 
fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Media channels where you can follow people, see what they're talking about, engage in that conversation, establish credibility, and then you can reach reach out to these influencers or impact people and use them as uh, a catalyst for your growth as well. Yeah, I love that, man. So why do you view it as being so important? Like, why should we go out there and build relationships? You know, like we we talk about all the time and you just said, you know, it's really important to do it. Uh, What what are maybe some examples that you could give us of, of a relationship in your life that has led you to, you know, a big realization or a moment of success or an opportunity that you might not have had otherwise? Great question. So there are two parts to this question. One is why it's important. And then second thing is how it has impacted me, right? So let's first address the first part, which is why is networking with people, getting to know them is important. The world has changed in the past six, seven years, or in fact, even the past 10 years, where it's not no more about being in one place and trying to do one particular task. Because the name of the game right now is being a jack of all trades and master of none. You need to know different things to survive in this world. If COVID has taught us one thing, it is that your network is really important. What if you lose a job? What if your business is in in, in loss and you need some help? What if you meet other people going through the same journey and they could provide some tips, right? So that's why having a network is important, especially in this day and age where you never know what you're going to face. You never know how your life is going to change from a personal and career standpoint. So that's the first part. The second part is how as, has uh, growing the net, my network helped me personally. Simple example is my last five jobs in IT was because of my network. I haven't applied to a job in the past 10 years. I haven't submitted even one single resume in the past 10 years. And that pretty much says a lot, right? The importance of having a network because a couple of jobs I got, when people saw me speaking at conferences and then after the conference, we started talking, one thing led to another, and then I ended up getting a job at a really big company. Another couple of jobs I got by connecting with people on LinkedIn because they were having the same kind of conversations in my areas of interest, which is diversity and inclusion, tech career coaching, and then, of course, basketball and beer was an added uh, bonus. (laughs) But the point was... We were having the similar kind of discussions on LinkedIn, and that's what led me to the last couple of jobs I've had. So personally, professionally, and universally, I would say growing your network is the key for you to find more opportunities and then do something meaningful in life as well. Yeah, I love that, man. So who you know or what you know, Raj, which of those two do you think is more important and why? I think it's a combination of both. Uh, It's really important to know someone who could help you, know someone who could guide you, you know someone who could inspire you because in life you need a lot of inspiration, especially when times are hard. You need those few people, trusted people who can help guide you, support you in whatever journey you are in. So that's why who you know is also important. But then 
what you know is important as well. You cannot just not do any work and expect people to support you. You need to do the work. And what do I mean by that? You need to invest in yourself. You have to do continuous learning. You have to think out of the box. You have to look for opportunities instead of waiting for opportunities to come to you. You need to do the work. Without you doing the work, it doesn't matter who you know because the people you know may try to support you, but if you don't do the work, then it doesn't matter at all. So for me, I think both is important, who you know and what you know, and a combination of both at a decent level could help propel you to greater heights in life. Yeah, man, we're getting close to the end here, unfortunately. But uh, before we do, I want to talk a little bit about the book that you just had come out. This is pretty recent, actually, that it that just became available. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What's the top one or two takeaways you want people to, to get from that? And then where can we grab a copy? Yeah, so... My book is called Skyrocket Your Career, The No Bullshit Approach to Find Your Dream Job, Be Successful in It, and Transform into a Rockstar. So this is the thing. Currently, people feel anxious about their job security. They feel stuck in their career. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have already been in the receiving end of mass layoffs. And I was in the exact same situation in 2008, where I applied for 1,293 jobs, one, two, nine, three jobs. And I got four callbacks from that because as an immigrant, it was really hard to get jobs then in the midst of a recession. And finally, I got one job and I did everything to be successful in that job. And since then, in the past 15 years, I've learned so many different strategies which have transformed my career. And that's what I impart in this book as well. I share different strategies, actionable strategies to help you find your dream job, be massively successful in it, and set yourself miles apart from the competition. It's based on my real life experiences and strategies weaved together in this book. And you asked about a couple of key points from the book. So there are a lot of uh, parts in the book, which is from finding a dream job. And then once you find your job, how to be successful in it. And then once you're successful in it, how to set yourself miles apart from the competition and have exponential growth. So those were the different parts. So if you mention two key takeaways, one would be always undersell and overperform. So what do I mean by that? Whenever people give you a task, don't immediately say, okay, I'm going to do this, that, and all those things, which yourself don't know whether you'll be able to deliver. So the best thing you could do is say, if you're given a task A, and you would probably say, okay, if you know it's going to take four days, you would say, it's going to take me six days to finish that task. And then what you're going to do is finish that task A within the first three days and take the next three days to put your stamp on it do something extra, do something creative. Because the next time someone gives you a task, they know that it's going to be creative. It's no, they know that it's going to have a different stamp compared to other people, right? So underselling, overperforming is a really key strategy. I also talk about from a finding your dream career standpoint, I talk about this exercise called the mind dump exercise. It's a simple exercise where you literally take a sheet of paper then put a line mid middle of the paper. And on the left side, write down all the things you love to do. And on the right side, write down all the things you hate to do just by doing that exercise and do this in an uninterrupted fashion for like 30 minutes to an hour. 
And just by doing that, you can start identifying patterns in terms of what you like and what kind of career options are going to be good for you, right? That will help you figure out where you want to invest your time. So right off the bat, those are two key things you can follow. And of course, I have more strategies, which I mentioned in the book. So for those of you who want to get access to the book, just go to skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. You'll find all the information about the book. Also, I'm giving away a free chapter and you'll find the links where you can buy it from Amazon as well. Love that clarity exercise, man. it's, It's incredible how many people wonder why they are frustrated or unfulfilled with the work that they're doing. And, uh, but they've never taken the time to simply do exactly what you just said, just write out a list of things that you don't like, things you do like. And then if you're looking at it and you go, wait a second, there's a bunch of things that I don't like doing that I do every day as a part of the career that I have. Maybe that's why I might be a little bit unfulfilled in my work, or maybe that's why I might be looking into getting, you know, a new job or, or something like that. So uh, I love just those like really practical clarity exercises. And I, I can attest to the um, effects that they've had in my life for sure. So skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. Be sure to head over there, pick up your free chapter of Raj's book. And then while you're there, just go ahead and buy the book, guys. Just just buy the book. Don't delay. Don't wait around. But go ahead and buy that book. And I'm sure that uh, you'll get plenty, plenty of value from it. Raj, thanks for coming on the show, man. Let's go ahead and move into the last segment, something I like to call the random round. Just quick random questions, quick random answers. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. What profession other than your own do you think that it would be fun to attempt? Playing basketball, I want to be a center, but although I'm short, but still I want to play NBA. <laughs> if you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and chat for an hour, who would it be? It would be Lewis House, who runs the, runs a really famous podcast, which is called The School of Greatness. He's been one of my inspirations, and uh, I would like, like to pick his brain on different things related to mindset and belief system. How do you like to consume content? Books, audiobooks, blogs, podcasts, videos? Podcasts and ebooks are my jam because I control how I want to read and it's uh, really small and easy to digest. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. I wake up in the morning, have to have my coffee, then I do 10 minutes meditation and then write down all the things I want to accomplish that day. And then out of that, I pick three things which I want to accomplish based on priority and that's what I start with. So all my creative stuff is in the morning and then in the afternoon and evenings, I have my meetings. So that's how I start my morning routine. And it's been the same thing for the past, what, three years now. What is your go-to pump-up song? My go-to pump-up song is California Love by Tupac. It just gets my adrenaline flowing. And especially when I'm running or trying to do something creative, I have California Love on. What is something that you are just not very good at? I'm really, really bad at multitasking because I do deep work. I do one single task in one time block session of an hour or hour and a half. And if all of a sudden, if I get some other external stimulus, I get flustered and I don't know how to react to it. So I am not a multitasker. I'm really bad at that. What is one place online as we get everything wrapped up where listeners can go to connect with you the most? All my life's work is on my website, which is rajsubra.com, R-A-J-S-U-B-R-A.com. And I'm super active on LinkedIn, so make sure you connect with me there. 
rajsubra.com, R-A-J-S-U-B as in boy, R-A, rajsubra.com. Raj, thanks for coming on the show today, man. Uh, congrats on all the success you've had. I wish you nothing but the best. And uh, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate what you've been doing and the impact you're making as well. And thanks for giving me an opportunity to share my story. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. If you want to connect with me and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join my free Facebook group, The Lounge. I'll see you over there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.